0: You are listening to the weekly podcast of Impact Worship Center in Mableton, Georgia. We pray you enjoy today's message. Are you ready for a word? Open up your mouth and say, speak, Lord, and we will hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. Turn your Bible to the gospel as recorded by John, John chapter 17. John chapter 17. I appreciate all of you, all of our servant leaders, everyone who works on a ministry team. We thank you. I'm so excited that I see many of our blaze um, ministry workers in in church this morning. So, we thank you for um, your conviction not only to serve but also to worship. Amen. John 17. We're going to read beginning at verse 18. Down through verse 21. Scripture says, as thou hast sent me into the world, Jesus talking, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through truth. Neither pray I for these alone. I'm not just praying for Matthew, Mark. Luke, John, my current disciples, Jesus says, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word to include you and I that they all may be one that they all may be one as thou father in me and I in thee that they also may be one in us. Jesus says the only way that they can be one in us is they they is that they are first one with each other. It's impossible for the church. To be unified with God if we're not first unified with each other. That they all may be one as thou father art in me and I in thee. That they also may be one in us. That the world may believe that thou has sent me. Look at your neighbor with all of the ebullience or the exuberant joy. You can muster up in your spirit. Look at them square in the eyes like you're not afraid of them. and Tell them there is power in oneness. Say there is power in oneness. Say when you and I come together in one accord, there is nothing we cannot accomplish. If you believe that to be true, put your Bless hands together and give God praise in this house. Open up your mouth and say one more time the power of oneness. You may be seated in the presence of our living Lord. In John chapter 17, we witnessed the last prayer meeting conducted by Jesus on earth during this final prayer meeting, Jesus prayed that all believers, both current and those to come, would be one. That is, experience and express the power of unity, even as he and the father are unified as one. Legitimate unity or oneness is not uniformity, sameness, or cloning. Rather, Jesus was talking about being unified in God and his purpose. That's why Jesus prayed, may they also be one in us so that the world may believe you sent me. In essence, Jesus is saying unity in the church causes the world to believe in the mission of Christ. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, unity in the church causes the world to believe in the mission of Christ. When the church is unified with the plan of God which is for redeeming mankind to have dominion on earth, and the purpose of Christ, which is to be the source of salvation that makes it possible, its effectiveness is so compelling that it will cause the world to believe that Christ was sent by God to save. Open up your mouth and say, Oh, yes, there is a power in oneness. A football team consists of different players filling different positions with different rules. But the entire team has one purpose. That purpose is reaching the goal line. Their unity consists of pursuing that one goal according to the rules of the game. The church of Jesus Christ is composed of people from every ethnicity, gender, and walk of life. But we have one common purpose, the collective goal of proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ and pursuing God's kingdom agenda. According to the word of God, our achievement and effectiveness in this common purpose is determined by our unity, not by how much money you give not by how much charismatic appeal you possess, not by how articulate you may be with your silk tongue. If we're going to be successful in the advancement of God's kingdom, it's going to happen through the power of oneness. Open up your mouth and say, we've got to be unified. Look at your neighbor and say, we've got to be unified. We've got to work together. We don't have to all think together and act the same way, but we must be moving in the same direction. I always say, if two of us are the same, then one of us is unnecessary. We don't need to think alike in order for us to go in the same direction. We must all just have the same common goal, which is to advance God's kingdom, which is to advance God's kingdom, not your kingdom not your agenda, not your plan, because your plan only blesses one man. But when we implement the plan of God, all of us can experience the blessings of God, the peace of God, and the success that God has for our lives. Open up your mouth and say, the power of oneness. Satan works tirelessly. He works hard at causing division among Christians and within churches because he understands the power of unity. The Bible says a three-strand cord is not easily broken. If you put out your pinky finger, put out your pinky finger, stick it out. Now take your other hand and grab that pinky finger. You see how vulnerable that pinky is? If you were crazy, you could break your pinky and your pinky couldn't do much about it. Now, unite that pinky finger with the other fingers and put that same hand on it. You can't do anything with it, can you? Why? Because that finger has now unified and made a fist. And the reason why your life is so easily broken, the reason why your feelings are so easily hurt, the reason why you're so easily mm, to walk away from what God has called you to because of what someone said about you is because you're not unified with the body. Bishop says we're going in one direction and you question why we got to go there. You're not the pastor of the church. And if God gave you a vision, Bishop would be the first one to sow into it. You said, you say, God, well, let's pray about it. But, but, but anything that comes in contrary or contrast to the direction is division. And a house divided against itself cannot stand. And when you begin to try to understand things that are above your level of spiritual revelation and comprehension and you begin to talk and run your mouth and send text messages and emails, you don't even realize that you're doing damage to your own house. Do you hear what I'm trying to tell you? I've grown to a place in my pastoral journey where I'm no longer intimidated by the chatter. I've grown to a place. Mm, mm. I've grown to a trust. I've grown to a trust in God to realize if God has to do it through a fish, if he has to send it through a sinner, I'm open and willing enough to receive what God has for this house and my house, no matter how he wants to send it. And you have to grow to that place of maturity. No matter who tries to disconnect, I'm going to stay connected and I'm going to stay unified because that is the place where God has commanded a blessing. Open up your mind and say there's power in oneness. Being unified in truth is critical to experiencing the presence, power, and undeniable proof of God's goodness. Illegitimate disunity disconnects us from God and causes us to be ineffective in our lives and in our prayer. You're trying to figure out why your life isn't working. It's because your unity is broken. You're trying to figure out why heaven isn't answering your prayer. It's because you're moving in the opposite direction. Some of you are too trifling to be triumphant. Could it be that you're not as triumphant as you want to be because you're more trifling than you should be. You know, trifling, (laughs) petty, your disposition agitates the cooperation and the unity of the group. We know you when you come in. You're the one that when you walk through the door, everyone turns and breaks the huddle. (laughs) Just trying to, because sometimes we act like we don't know who we are. You're the one whose favorite words are yeah, but. Sometimes it is the but that keeps us from being blessed. Ask your neighbor, is your but keeping you from being blessed? <laughs> Not your B-U-T-T, your B-U-T. is <laughs> your but. I, I, I know I know what the word says, but I know I shouldn't say this, but then don't say it. I know I shouldn't do this, but don't do it. I know that I shouldn't go there, but ask your other neighbor, is your butt? come on, talk to him. Don't be scared. I'm asking him. Is your butt keeping you from being blessed? According to scripture, division or disunity is the doorway that leads to destruction. I'm going to say it again. According, not to bishop, but according to scripture, the Bible, division or disunity is the doorway that leads to destruction. Matthew 12 and 25 reads, Divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. I'm gonna give you the CEV or the common English version since you don't like King James. A kingdom where people fight and undermine each other will end up in ruin, and a family that fights. Will soon break up. Husbands, wives, which is the first institution ordained by God, He Himself serving as the officiator and the priest and the witness, until you come together in my silly voice and letting you touch, gonna work. Seal in 1984, color purple. Yeah, sure. Husband, stop being so harsh with her. Wife, stop being so disrespectful with your tongue. Salah. He does not hear the voice of disrespect. And she does not respond to the disposition of harshness. When you're harsh, she folds. When you're disrespectful, he withdraws. And nothing that you try to work on collectively will prosper because your house ain't unified. thank you Holy Spirit and stop letting your children bring discord between you cause one day they gonna grow up and they gonna leave y'all quiet y'all quiet and all this feminism in the church I am woman hear me roar I'm going to intentionally create some silence. Because I want you to hear what I'm saying. Because all this mess we see on social media doesn't belong in the house of God. I've never seen so many movies where there's so many women rescuing men. I don't want to be a married Married to a man, I got to rescue. When a heart hits the door at 12 midnight, Lady T ain't going to that door. Is there a real man in the house? I'm going to ask that question again. Is there a real man in the house? Are there women in the house who still understand the necessity of real men? I need her to rescue me in other ways. But anything that has to do with threatening my safety, that's my responsibility. Gender neutrality. I'm sorry, there's some things that women are just better at. There's some things that men are just better at. I'm going to talk. You ain't got to like it. I wish I would come home and see Lady T outside cutting grass. Because when you pass by and you see her doing it and you know a man lives there, you're going to deem me as being a weak, sorry man. talk back to me. Come on, talk back to me. I wish I would. I wish I would come home and see her or my daughter taking the trash out. I'm gonna run them back in the house and I'm gonna jack up my son. Fathers, men, do not allow this culture to intimidate you from raising your boy to be a man. The true definition of toxic masculinity is masculinity that tries to be feminine. The true definition of toxic femininity are females who try to act like men. I'm going to say it to you. I ain't scared of nobody up in here. If the church does not stand up and begin to speak truth to power, this world that we're going to leave our children will be unrecognizable. My job is not to be politically correct. My job as a man of God is to be biblically correct. I have to stand on truth, sanctify them by that truth. That word is truth. It is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway and unto the preacher gains the testicular fortitude to stand up and say, Let God be true and every man be alive. So I'll sacrifice the people who won't come to this church because of the way I preach. Because I stand for right and mean to be holy. Because I love my wife and don't want yours. I love her. And when you are married, it's okay for you to lust. I lust after her. I pursue her. And she keep that thing tight and right. I said, girl, you look good. You look 50? You don't look 50? Come here, girl, let me chase you. That's the gospel. That's the gospel. Not just in the word we preach, but the life we live. That's the gospel. I'm tired of all of these weak jellyback preachers and these sorry simp churches who are more interested in excellence than they are holiness. Lights, camera, action, sin. No, give me lights, camera, This holiness. Which does not mean that I'm perfect. But it means that like David, I am a God chaser. My heart longs for you. Even though I make mistakes, I fall down on my knees and say, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know. If you withdraw yourself from me, where can I go? We still have to be holy because when we're in church and not holy, we are not unified with God. Jesus said, Father, make them one." as you and I are one because when they are one, then they can be in us and we can all be a unified power. Open up your mind to this power in oneness. If you're getting served from this teaching, put your hands together and give God praise. In order for us to unify and remain unified, we must identify the enemies of unity. What causes division? Ask him said as neighbor, what causes division? So the first thing is bad communication. <laughs> Ain't nothing worse than getting some directions from somebody and you end up in the wrong place. You ever ever ask somebody for directions and you knew they were lying? (laughs) I mean, they ain't talking with confidence. They, you know, okay, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. What calls division? Bad communication, which equals poor proclamation or faulty interpretation. The second thing is no communication. Is this is a problem because you cannot hold me accountable for what you have failed to communicate. So it creates plans, division where you don't talk, where you don't communicate. And this is particularly important when you're leading. The third thing that can cause division is a lack of respect for differing opinions. I don't care what you think because what you think is not important because what you think is different from what I think. The next thing that can cause division is no appreciation for diversity. I don't care about who you are. The next thing is selfishness. The next thing that can cause division is unrealistic expectations. A demand that exceeds a person's capacity to deliver. Or you placing a demand on someone that you yourself can't satisfy. Something else that creates division is dishonesty. And some of you think that you that you are smarter than everybody. Everybody you think you're smarter. You think that people don't realize when you're trying to get over on them. Especially when we got the Holy Ghost. Anybody that's got the Holy Ghost? Anybody that's got the Holy Ghost? I need to see your hand. Anybody that's got the Holy Ghost? He said he will not have you ignorant of the enemy's devices. But you're smart enough to still smile at them and not your head because you know, as long as we got to work together, I need to see how you move. Even though Holy Ghost has given me divine intel, I'm looking at you though, you ain't nothing but old snake. Yeah. <laughs> what you say with your lying self? <laughs> Someone said, Keep your friends close, but your enemies. Yeah, you need enemies because Jesus said He's going to prepare a table before you in the oven. So if you don't have an enemy, you ain't got no table. Scripture also says He will allow your enemy to be your. Y'all hear what I, I, I? need you to call that. Your, your enemy will be your. So if you're going to hide, if you're going to hide, what you need? <laughs> I'm about to climb up your back. You ain't nothing but the enemy. And you're going to help me get to the next level. I would say bend over, but some of y'all don't, you and your mind ain't always where it need to be. So we just going to say, I'm going to climb up your back. You got to be careful because you don't want to take folks to a place. It's real, Doc. It's real. Oh, this is a big one. This is a big one El something else that causes division. Being out of position. Being out of place. Trying to lead worship when you are a parking lot attendee. (laughs) Trying to be a pastor when you're really an evangelist. Pastoring takes a skill set, a discipline, and a level of restraint that most people don't have. Just because you can preach don't mean you can lead. Come on, talk back to me. And you jack up the whole boat when you get out of position. And when you're out of position, you cause division. Tell somebody to stay in your lane. Tell somebody, stay in your lane. Say, you know you can't sing. Tell them, stay in your lane. You know you're too mean to be an usher. (laughs) I'm just about done, y'all. I'm just about done. Something else that calls division, pride. Pride. See, when you're prideful, when you're prideful, you don't think anyone is owed an apology even when you did wrong. Prideful. No you wrong. But can't say "I'm sorry. If you can't say you're sorry, you are sorry. Pride. And then his, his one, his one, his one, his one, his one, his one, his a big one, especially on this reset season, Something that causes division, resistance to change. Resistance to change. I told you, during the reset season, we're going to move some people around on the bus. They ain't going to kick you off the bus unless you book. (laughs) That causes division because when things begin to shift and you don't like it or you don't understand it, you start putting your mouth on it. You start undermining it and making little sly comments. sending little text messages. Emails. And I'm telling you something. Bishop got the Holy Ghost. Ain't nobody ain't no birdie told me nothing. Holy Spirit gives me insight. When I talk to you, the way that you respond to me, I say, well, they talking. Ain't nobody told me that. I, I got the Holy Ghost. And I know y'all are used to dealing with pastors who are more charismatic than they are anointed. I got, I got the both the both best of both worlds. See, I was Holy Ghost filled before I got my doctorate degree, so I can, I can, with no fear. Right, my spirit be like that ain't. Holy Ghost put you on high alert, and see what you don't understand. Help. Bishop, I'm here to help you. What you don't understand is that you have too much on the line in your personal life to be out of line with the will of God. You have too many things that you want God to do for your house so you can't afford to cause division in his house. Because what you cause in his house, you're going to reap in your house. Do y'all hear me? I'm trying to help you because we're moving forward. I'm trying to help you because we're gonna have a retail space. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to help you because we God is blocking some things and doing some things that 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 is beyond our control. God says during this season, he's going to bless you out of control. You ain't going to even be able to control the blessings that God has for your life. There's certain enemies that God is defeating that you don't even know. There's certain wars and battles that are being won for you in the spirit that you don't even have knowledge of. God says the only thing you have to do is make sure you stay connected and unified. I don't know how it's gonna play out. I don't know how it's all gonna end concerning this property behind us. Open up your mouth and say, we want it. Folk wouldn't sell it to me the first time around, Mike. You wouldn't sell it to me. I gave him a real good deal. And and I was like, man, you know, you can do such and such and such. But you know, sometimes when, when you present yourself as being smarter. Than your counterparts, they don't like that. And they even resist things that can benefit them. They sold somebody else who wants to put a storage facility back there. Can I I tell a story? They want to put a story. Can I tell a story? The LOAs, they don't care. They want to put a storage facility back there. I don't want that mess next to us. I even went and stood before Cobb County Commissioners and expressed, put my good suit on, Mike. looking real Bishopy good morning Cobb County Commissioners. My name is Bishop Arthur T. Jones, Jr. I'm the senior pastor of Impact Worship Center <laughs> gave my prepared presentation told them folks why we didn't want that next to us and it made sense, but they still approved it. I said, okay, God, I mean that they could ever with me. They refused every other item on the agenda and approved that. I said, okay, God, I know what you're gonna do. Well, things went quiet. About six weeks ago now, five, six weeks ago, we get a phone call from the owner of that property saying he needed to talk to the bishop. Now, what kind of threw me was, what kind of threw me was you stood before those commissioners and say you want to call the bishop to help alleviate any problems that he may thought would take place. You think I got that phone call? But now you want to (laughs) call. Is Bishop Jones there? No, he's not available. May I take a message? Well, Georgia DOT has told us that if we want to move forward with our plans to put a storage facility next to you all, We have to have his permission to drive through your front parking lot. I want to tell him, don't he know in America we don't share land? I said, didn't you tell them folks you didn't want that next to you? I said, that's what I told them. And then, let me tell you what happened. That good news for us, for me, had begun to turn into a distraction. You caught that. And I began to pay attention to what I didn't even know God had already worked out. And I begin to start digging. Holy Ghost says stop digging. Because you're going to mess around and uncover something that's going to undo what I'm doing. Keep your hands off of what God is doing and focus on what he has called you to do. See, right now the focus is here. God says, I got your rear. Didn't I tell you goodness and mercy is following you all the days of your life? I got your rear covered. You keep moving forward. Don't come down off your wall, Nehemiah. He said, I did that for you and you didn't know what I was doing. So now you're going to get Distracted. By the blessing I've already worked out on your behalf. Tell somebody God's got your rear covered. You move forward. That sounds like more grace, abundance, overflow, resources, and tell somebody to get to step in. All right, Lady T, I walk in your anointing today. Brian, bring me in. Y'all stand up. Don't y'all clap too hard. <laughs> I got some more, but I'll save it until next week because I think y'all got this lesson today. Someone say, reset, reset. Refresh. refresh, refocus, refocus. reframe. I don't know how God is going to do it, Shannon, but I know He's doing it. I know He will not withhold any good thing from those of us who walk uprightly before Him his word. His word is true. I said that's his word. His word is true. Elder Emma, prepare your heart and your mind. Bishop is going to bring you up in a minute for you to pray for the unity of this house. Prepare your mind. Prepare your spirit. There is a power A blessing that God has for your household man you brothers you women who are here today that the enemy can't stop when we unify Bible talks about a group of black people who were determined to invade heaven (laughs) they begin to build a tower to heaven. The Bible says they were so successful in this endeavor that God looked down through the crowd through the clouds and said, what are they doing? Are they getting ready to try to build a tower to reach me? And God says something that was so powerful. He said because the people is one. There is nothing they will not be able to accomplish when we come together and unify in the purpose of God and in the passion of Christ there is nothing that we can accomplish I want husbands and wives to step forward on today I want head of households single head of households who wants to be in vision or in line with the Word of God and the vision for the house step out from where you are come on step out from men women who understand the power and the place of unity. I need you to step out from where you are. Come on, step out from where you are. Come on, step out from where you are. Boy, y'all look good this morning. Elder Emmy, if you could make your way to the stage, I want to have you stand center stage and pray for the unity of this house. She has a microphone. She has a microphone. God bless you. How y'all feel this morning? That's how you feel this morning. You're blessed. You're victorious. You're unified. You're powerful. Yes, you are. Husbands and wives, stop fighting with each other. You're hurting yourself. Look at me. Don't look at her. Look at me. Do we always get along? no does she always like me but at the end of the day i know she has my back and she knows i give my life for her wife hear me and hear me well the greatest gift you can give to your husband is respect and, co- and cooperation. Do you hear me? Respect and cooperation. And husband, the greatest gift you can give your wife is compassion and tender consideration. You hear me? You hear me? You ain't gonna get what you want from him trying to buck up to him like you a man. Cause if you really, y'all play soft. Cause it is, cause if you really dealing with a dog, he gonna bite. When I just won't give him no sex. Can I tell you something? Let me tell you something. When you dealing with a real man, Don't, don't misunderstand me, it's important good Lord it's important but he's not going to sacrifice that to allow you to take away his manhood and his leadership called by God and if you withholding, from, I don't know why I'm saying this I, it's, it's something about this energy around here I don't know where it is but if you're withholding, that's witchcraft If you're withholding sex from your husband because you're mad at him, that's witchcraft. And man, if you're withholding resources from her, that's witchcraft. Do you hear Bishop? Are you learning something from this? I'm talking about married folks. Because if you ain't married, you shouldn't be having sex, no way. But that's another conversation, another teaching for another time.